Welcome back to Chappelle's World. Today, I have my guest, Mr. <laughs> Riley Hawk, everybody. Hello. How are we doing? Good. Good, man. Dude, Good. It, it, uh, I was I was literally just shot my shot and was like, you know, I, I really want to talk to Riley Hawk. You know <laughs> what I mean? Cool. And I was just like, let me message him, see him, and you, you were cool enough to come all the way out here to fucking yeah, for sure. Calabasas. I was uh, coming up here anyways, and then, yeah, I think it just popped up because like, I read now if you have like a blue check, it like goes to the top of people's messages or something. Oh, really? That's what I heard. And so like, I think yours just popped right up there when I was looking at it one oh, day. Oh, damn. Yeah. Blue check mark works. That's what I heard. Yeah. I knew there was good for it. Right? That's like the only, <laughs> yeah. It's like the only thing. I no, guess. man. There, there's a, uh, it's, it's awesome uh, to talk to you. You know, there's just, there, I mean, there's so many things I, you know, would love to talk about, you know, but I guess we'll just start it off with, you know, uh, before we go into music, we'll start it off with just skateboarding in mm. general. Obviously, you know, you didn't have to go to skateboarding, but yeah. you went to it. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that was, you know, an individual thought for yourself. Yeah. Amongst like, yes, you know, your dad being the biggest skater in the world. Mm -hmm. But that had to be, would you would you say that was an individual thought for yourself of wanting to yeah, just... Yeah, I think the professional side of it thing kind of was like still not a realistic like path yeah. for me as a, like a younger kid slash teenager it kind of like just evolved into that but yeah i think it was just so the seed was planted so young with me even before my dad was who he was when i was like three i was on a skateboard and he was still just at that point just like you know a pro skateboarder who was trying to make make it work in the 90s and trying to make money however he could so it was like yeah. already kind of there before he was who he was so that was like i was kind of just already stuck with it and then it, he turned into who he was and it was like well i still like to skate so i guess I'm, yeah i'm just gonna keep doing this yeah. and it just helped that he's like you want to go to the skate park and could, he didn't you know didn't have any weird stipulations against wanting to skateboard as like a kid who especially back then i feel like it was more I don't know, like outcasted by parents, or it was like a bad yeah, to kind skateboard, of thing yeah. to skateboard, or just that it was no, uh, there's no future in it, or whatever. It was like you know, like a dumb sport to get into, or whatever. Yeah, because what you're you're 28, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm 34. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think about a time you know when I initially started skating at like 11. And I remember it was like this thing in school where teachers would always ask you, oh, what do you want to be when you grow yep. up? And they, you know, they wanted this answer of like a doctor or a lawyer yep. or some shit. And I was like, oh, I want to be a professional skateboarder. Totally. But they were like, okay, you know, but, you know, but what else? You know, yeah. like it was, skateboarding wasn't seen as this thing no. of like, you know, for, for someone to do and yep. make you know a career out of it's it. like a hobby if at yeah, it's best. like a hobby yeah yeah <laughs> to, exactly. to those like, kind of oh, people cute, like you know, one day yeah your, one day you'll have to give that up and exactly. then exactly yeah. so it's so it's so actually cool to see where skateboarding has evolved and mm -hmm. um and I, I didn't know this i didn't know you uh were amateur for birdhouse yeah i actually didn't know that yeah my i think it was just that how it evolved and my dad was just uh -huh. like gave me skateboards and I think it just I didn't maybe take myself seriously as much as I was getting the attention of what it was and I think it was because the internet wasn't what it is now and it was yeah. just, it was a lot different coming up then as a skateboarder than it is now you know like mm -hmm. there was just such a separation of people's opinions and people's uh perceptions of what's going on versus reality cuz now you can like feed it to yourself instantly if you look at your phone you know yeah and so it was just different I don't know he just 
it's just kind of how it worked and it was just easy and kind of just molded. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my buddies rode for the company and it was like fun getting to go on tours with my dad and stuff. And I never, I don't know, I guess I was just naive to the fact that maybe people were like, thought it was just because of my dad. I think I knew that that was like something people thought about, but I think at that point I was starting to skate well enough to where it was like, okay, I guess he could, you hold your own, he way. could be on it, the company regardless, but he just is, you know, circumstances is that he was who he is and his dad is who he is so it yeah kinda worked out that way so when did it start to feel like like for you you were like this is a serious thing for me i don't know i guess maybe like when the dudes from lakai brought me on some trips yeah. and they were starting to take notice and then uh just the yeah i don't know i was skating well and skating like to an ability that i felt was like worth I mean, I was skating, you know, how the other dudes on the team were skating that were getting on the company, like the amateur dudes. And it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm better than anyone or whatever. It was just I was noticing that uh, they were digging the way I was skating and I felt confident in like the stuff I was doing, not necessarily saying that it was uh, like confidence in that I was, again, better than anyone. I just felt that I knew what I could do and that I was yeah. going to try and do that and it just kind of evolved from there. Yeah, because I mean, when when I when I think about your career in skateboarding, like I, it feels super authentic, mm. you know, and it seems like it's like you've really set a, a you know a tone for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and and that's what's been really cool to look at. Like, and it seems like you've done really well of clearing out like all outside stuff that would you know initially distract you or make you feel mm -hmm. weird about wanting to skate yeah i think i just yeah i don't know i guess i just tried to shut it off and i think now in my later years i'm realizing i'm sure you and any anyone else in their later years like that stuff starts to come back and and starts yeah. to take, and like, take a mental we hold on that, you we were and, saying that about me yeah, yeah just like you know like you just you start talking about stuff or whatever go to therapy and stuff like that and you're like damn that stuff affected me more than i thought yeah. but back then i guess i just didn't i don't know i was just a kid and i was really like introverted and very quiet i wouldn't say i was shy i was just very i think i was very aware of my surroundings at a very young age because of uh, being constantly on the road with my dad and being around older people a lot yeah. versus like people my age. And I think that that helped me to just kind of, I don't know, have a better understanding of how people work and how like communication yeah. works and stuff. And I just kind of was more of like a listener versus like a speaker. So I guess I just would sit back and if people said stuff bad about me, like, I don't know. I tried to just not take it to I heart. I knew why I fucking like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew fucking why. Like, I applaud that stuff. Like, it, it catches a lot of people off guard, but I'm a lot more introverted as well. Mm, yeah. prefer to just listen. Yeah. And kind of just listening just helps dictate how I react. Totally. To things. Yeah. And, I would much rather just be in the background of, <laughs> yeah. of like the scene in the movie or whatever, you know, yeah, it equates and, and to. Totally yeah. fine. You don't need to be the. Yeah, exactly. To, to outshine. And, you, and it seems like you really let your work just, you know, speak for itself, you know, growing up, you know, and being, being a skateboarder. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I knew about you, but mm -hmm. what really caught my attention with you is when uh, you started skating for Baker mm -hmm. and which Baker to me is like my, like, on the highest fucking throne yeah i, I just always for sure love yeah. that company it's just one of those companies one yeah. of those companies and it was in and for me as a kid baker was just a, a company that i just felt like i 
connected with the most mm-hmm. based off because it was like, oh, like, you know, this is like the the, the rugged, the grit, yep. you know, the raw. It's like they're just homies. They're and, just homies yeah. and, they, and they skate and they, you know, they do the damn thing. And I was like, yeah, like that's how I feel about yep. skateboarding. That's what skateboarding makes me makes me feel like when I, you know, watch, you know, when I first saw Baker 2G, it was mm-hmm. like a fucking like. I mean, it took me to another level. Yeah, revelations. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, and, and you know, I was like, dude, I got to get my front side flips like Andrew Reynolds. You know yep. what I mean? Like, that was like a thing for me. And so, yeah, sure. when you when you got on the Baker, that's when I was like, holy shit! You know, like mm-hmm. it, it was like that's when I was like, it was, it was a real deal. Yep. To see you, to see you out there, man. Yeah, it felt good. That w- that felt good as like a check mark in life, yeah. I guess. You know, and I think it goes back to like you're saying about letting stuff like that get to you where people are like, oh, whatever, you know, he's just on a company because of who his dad is or whatever, like the nepotism side of like letting that stuff kind of take a hold. But it was like when that happened, it kind of had that moment of like, well, I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. If Reynolds is like down for me, then I must be like on the right track. You know, it's kind of like, it was kind of like that uh, moment of like, well, I'm with this guy. So now like, so now what can you say really? You know, know, and I, I, I never... I never believe that stuff. You know what I mean? Cause like you're 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 a rarity in the sense mm-hmm. of like your dad does this thing. You guys you guys both skate yep. and 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 both do it at an elite level. Whereas like, you know, you could have started skating and just sucked. Totally, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. in, in which like you see a lot of times where you do get, you know, these where it's like a, a parent, you know, who, who who's an who's an actor and then their, you know, their child wants to start acting or yeah. whatever and they're they they can yeah. suck and not have a bad career. It just doesn't click. It doesn't exactly. Click, yeah. So I never I never believe that. It's like you got to watch what the person is doing, and that's what I you know saw about you. I was like, oh, you, you got to watch what the fuck he's doing. Like, yeah, he's doing big shit and on a dope level. Yeah, and I think there's know? there's like a side of it that I my me myself I try to always just like really see what something is for what it is versus like no alternative like motive opinion about it it's just like you know if someone i don't know send me their album i'd like listen to it and just be like maybe if i didn't like it i would just be like oh it's not it's not for me but like i'm not gonna i don't know like people try to like go around everything they can to like not just like focus on or just like yeah take something for what it is and like actually try to you know digest it for what it is there's always got to be some some other thing, and I think that's just people just like their own personal issues where they're like yeah. frustrated about something in their life or whatever, you know, mad because they didn't get hooked up. I don't know. It's there's always yeah, something, so, yeah, you know? always some weird. There's it happen, always it happens something. like in comedy too. Always, you know? I'm sure. Yeah, it's always like, something. There's always something dumb like that. So I saw you. I saw that you. You know, you're on Baker, mm-hmm. and then, you know, obviously there's a you know big correlation when it comes to skateboarding and music. Yeah, and you know. I know one of the biggest things for me when I think about skateboarding and watching skate videos, yeah. I'm always interested in what the skate, what song for sure a, a skater is skating to. Yeah, it can make and or break. I, I want to say on Bacon Destroy, mm-hmm. which was the first video you did with Baker. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you skated to Black Sabbath's Cornucopia. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I was like, okay, he's he, you know likes Black Sabbath. Yeah. You know, which you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's Black Sabbath. But what really got me. Baker, uh, Baker Four, 
you skated to one of my favorite Nirvana songs, <laughs> which I think is one of the most underrated Nirvana songs. Yeah, I uh, do. Radio I friendly love, unit yep. shifter. Uh, yeah, I love that song a lot. So like, yeah, let's let's talk about that the music side. Yeah, like, for sure. Obviously, you have a pa- passion for it. You know, you know, having bands like Peter, and then you mm-hmm. know, and your current band Warish. Yeah, w- yeah. Where did that come into play? Because that's that's another thing. Uh, I think it was just from being. Honestly, from being like having a lot of free time, because when you're a skater, there is a lot of free time, especially if you're getting paid to do that as a profession. There's going to be a lot of downtime, especially if you get hurt. And there was like a stretch where I was getting hurt quite a bit. Like I was having these ankle issues. I had a couple of surgeries and it was just like back to back, like always something going on. So I just got a guitar and I think it just came down to like, I just always like to, I don't know, like challenge my brain and the guitar is one of those things. It's just, it's like skating or anything. It's just so hard that you can't just pick it up and do it. And that's kind of why I like got attached to it and hooked to it. And, and I just kept playing and it just kind of was how anything starts. Like a couple of my buddies that played other instruments, we would just jam and dork around and, and yeah, just the band stuff just kind of like happened. And it was, you know, one of those things where I didn't pursue it as something like I don't I don't want to be a rock star by any means. I just yeah. like jamming with my homies and some people liked it, some people didn't, and that's just like that's life in general. I was used I was already used to that sort of like attention as far as people not liking something, liking it because of skateboarding. So it wasn't yeah. like anything new where yeah, it was like not, not, it wasn't shattering my, you know, my like motive to do it i was just like yeah it's just how it goes people yeah. just like so you've always don't. just been like i'm, I'm gonna do what i want to fucking do yeah and you know it's it i think more recently in the last year or two it like it got to a point where i was getting frustrated with stuff that was going on like that because i just it was just a certain point i'm like i'm not like a kid anymore i'm just like almost you know almost 30 and i kind of don't really care to be chasing that limelight of people needing to be like Tony Hawk's son's band does this or whatever and it's like I was just at a certain point I was like I get that's you know that's like how the internet works people like use stuff like that and whatever but um I thought it was you know kind of funny and at the same time sometimes it would get to me and just have a bad day or something and I think that's why I like I, I I don't use the internet too much especially anymore because I noticed that it just was easy for me to start my day in a bad mood if I was looking at something on the internet and it someone, you know, like they just say the most whatever, like entry level, like roast on you, like you're you're a kook or something. You're just like, like, and then now my day's ruined. I'm like, yeah, God damn it. it, like, it, it this dude's it, all like, met, someone doesn't like yeah. me. But it's like, I know that's <laughs> going on. But when it's like a direct line, like they might as well just like write it on a post-it note and put it on my front door. Like it's the same thing. So I, I try to not really look at that stuff too much anymore. Yeah. It's just like not healthy, I think, for me. Obviously, going into playing music and being in bands, has it always been like stoner rock that you wanted to do, or or that just happened to be? That was just kind of yeah, what I was into. Like that, our buddies have this band called Earthless from San Diego, mm-hmm. and um, they're like a three piece, just kind of jam, jam band, and real like you know Hendrixy, but like real drawn out kind of spacey jams yeah. and like that, and. uh and that was just something that's like in life. It was just an influential. Is them right here? Yeah, it was just like an influential moment in my teen years where like I found this band and I really dug the sound of it. And it was like sort of formulating this scene in San Diego that okay. that I was like around and my buddies that were older were like friends with these guys. And so they were kind of around and, 
yeah, just just you know being influenced as a teenager by sounds and bands that you really attach to, and you're like, this is something that I'm into, and so that's kind of where that stoner rock thing started, sort of. Yeah. Eventually, I realized I was like, you know, I don't, I'm not like a crazy jammy solo guy on the guitar. It was just fun to do that with my buddies, and so that just turned into more just like just playing with whoever and kind of more like you know songwriting like punk rock stuff or whatever it is like yeah, just yeah. rock and roll stuff i guess and it kind of evolves as anything in life skating you know it eventually it starts to change and mm-hmm. just gotta like roll with whatever you're feeling i guess at that time i mean you know i i listened um to both both of the bands you did you, you've only done peter and Wars, yeah, right okay, yeah okay um yeah i listened to both and like it's all pretty damn solid <laughs> like you, like yeah. it's not like you know like you guys sound locked into your sound. Yeah, it was, you know, we we jammed a lot and we just kind of like liked what we liked as far as inf- influences go. And that was like, especially for Peter, it was just, yeah. just four friends just jamming. And that was like the first band I ever really played in. So mm-hmm. like, there's this weird thing with that whole situation because your first band's not really supposed to get put on like a, a pedestal like that because yeah. you're just like you don't know what the hell is going on you know like uh-huh. if you know i'm sure many people's first bands were the bands that they were recognized as for the rest of their life they'd be pretty yeah. pretty bummed out so it's luckily it's nothing too uh you know catastrophic it's just us kind of jamming and we didn't really know what we were doing and that's what it is i guess you know before you guys created anything as far as like uh writing songs you guys just jammed for a while yeah we would just jam yeah. just yeah, like I see that too. just like so buddy smooth. would put like you know play the bass just like a riff and we would just kind of jam off that for like 20 minutes and then it'd yeah. be like oh that part sounded cool we should like turn that into a little song i don't know something like that you know yeah just fucking all yeah. organic a lot of weed yeah exactly <laughs> we don't have any here right now so i actually I don't. don't smoke anymore it's like at this oh you quit p- yeah i haven't smoked in a while cup like like I was like kind of smoking weed on and off, and the last time I did actually, I had like a weird allergic reaction. I have like crazy allergies to all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I have like an EpiPen and everything, and oh, like shit. I like smoked, hit a off a joint, and I just like got super itchy, and my eyes started getting puffy, and I was like, all right, that's the I'm over it. Like, and then it, and it, and it just got to a point where it was so I don't know, I just flipped on me, like kind of in my mid to late twenties, it turned into more of like yeah, I felt really paranoid, and it wasn't like. I don't know. Fun. Yeah, it wasn't conducive to me like getting anything done or feeling good. And I was just like, I need to stop. Do you drink that. or anything? Yeah, yeah, I drink and yeah. not as much anymore as I, I was drinking a lot more and from like, you know, 23 you to You seem so fucking well balanced. 26, yeah. He <laughs> was like, no, not anymore. I kind of just uh <laughs> I think that I think it has a lot to do with like I said like the growing up with who my dad is and that stuff kind of like fast tracks your uh your life in a way that's different than most people's and mm. i actually i was re- i think i was listening to some podcast about it but there was like some study where it's like people who grow up in that generally don't make it past like 30 because like their life is just so they're just so tweaked in the brain and things are so strange and i would just yeah just one day i just was like i need to make some changes yeah that, that's amazing like you know like it seems like you have a very solid understanding of where you come from and how you've come yeah. up and you're you seem very alert to that mm-hmm. you know like and like you said yeah like you know you see a lot of those stories where you know people, yeah you know and like, it's sad it's super it's, it's, sad, it's super sad yeah. you know like was there anything specific that like held you on because i mean obviously like i mean and that's just from the 
outsider's perspective, mm-hmm. like it seems like your your relationship with you and your father mm-hmm. is a very good, you know, relationship. But, yeah. I mean, but even at the same time, those people probably had good parents. It's just, you know, th- I mean, they're in a, they're just that lifestyle. Totally, you know, just, yeah. And, and I think the only thing that kind of made everything seem normal is that my dad's a very normal guy and he's very like down to earth and very humble and very nice to anyone who he like he understands who he is but he doesn't let it affect his ego or anything like that you know like he knows how to use who he is as like a tool for marketing and and his livelihood and everything but he doesn't like let it affect his day-to-day life and Mm -hmm. so i think that i always saw that but i think it just you know it just like being someone like me who's introverted and then that attention yeah. already added on, it's just, yeah, it's a lot for sure. Which is like your level of like, I think there's levels to be an introvert. You know, I have to be a little, you know, a little out there because yeah. stand-up comedy. Totally. But like yours is very, you know, so like it's amazing that you actually are sitting yeah. down here and having a conversation. But, you know, you you speak really well. Like, oh, thank it, you. It, it, this is actually a really flowing conversation <laughs> for how introverted you are. It wasn't like anything specific of like, you know, I think you mentioned therapy. You go to therapy? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah and, I think it was more like in the last two years, I, I noticed that I was just drinking a lot. And I think that I was letting like drinking and not dealing with any of my stuff ruin like, you know, relationships with girls that I was dating or whatever. And and there was just, yeah, you know, it's like cliche as it is. It's just like that pattern that's just happening. And I think I was just starting to get super like you know, depressed in a way where I just didn't, I was just like, this is, I don't know, life's just not what I thought it was going to be, kind of, you know? And I think that has a lot to do with happens when people get, achieve these goals that they set out to do in life, especially at an early age. Like, I turned pro when I was 21, and then, like, I don't know, it's kind of just like, what do you you do after that, you know? You just kind of like, what? where do you go from there? And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of, told my parents I was like I I need to I don't know see like figure some stuff out and had some talks with them that were you know uncomfortable just the stuff you have to do to kind of like yeah. figure out what the hell is going because my parents had me and they split up really like right away so it's always been like mom dad on this side so mm-hmm. it was just you know just normal like family shit that everyone goes through and and I guess when you have someone like my dad maybe people's perception of like that stuff is different where it's like it's all good or maybe it's like it's all good i don't know yeah. you know but it's just everyone has yeah you never, you never want to so. assume you know what I yeah mean? totally i think it helped me like yeah understand me and someone else's situation are much more similar than i may think all the time where it's you know it's just light like family family dynamic is yeah weird but it, but it's i mean yeah you're not one of those kids that just puts all the, all that shit out there on the internet. Yeah, like that, that yeah. Way, I'm not you know, trying to start it. like a yeah, forum on my like, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's not for you're me. You're like, I can't believe this happened to me. You know, yeah, just, and, and like I you like... Deal with, you deal with those those feelings. Yeah, and you know, nothing wrong with people who... That's however people yeah. figure it out. That's their way of doing it. But yeah, I think like going back to the internet thing, I think I realized at one point too, I was just like, nothing, nothing cool or good is happening that I see on this device anymore and i just don't even care to look at it like i'd rather live in the real world and not yeah. uh be sucked into it because i you know just like anyone i would get sucked in and next thing you know i'm like reading a fucking argument between two people i don't even know and, and I'm also like, you're like deeper I, than why that am i looking argument. at yeah. this like it's not even a subject i care about mm-hmm. and i'm reading two 
like fake Instagram usernames <laughs> argue about it. Yeah. But it's just what I don't know. Yeah. It's it, how, it our, it's how it's our like, brain works, I guess. Are you are you into stoicism? Mm, I mean, no. Okay. I I was just curious yeah. because like you have a lot of the what is it characteristic characteristics character, character, character you know what I'm trying to say yeah uh, will you edit that part no you're gonna keep it in uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's why dude podcasts are dangerous you can't slip yeah. up huh they're like Chappelle can't say that word yeah. <laughs> one one three second sound bike I know and then I'm gonna you. read the comment <laughs> just kidding no. dude yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah not only that not only am I not taking it out I'm marking it so we can <laughs> that's the name of the episode yeah <laughs> you, you, so you don't know anything about the world of like stoicism not really no oh okay i mean i know the term but i wouldn't say i know any of the like actual uh like practicalness of it yeah it's you know it's, it's something i fucking look at all the time because my girlfriend had got me into it and mm -hmm. well she was just like she got on she goes i feel like this matches you and and i just yep. started reading up on it i go it actually does. It's yeah. like it's like where you basically, you know, to narrow it down, you know, I don't have like a solid definition yeah. for it. I just read books here and there mm -hmm. on it. But it's basically, you know, just basically cutting out all all the things you can't control yep. and just controlling what is right in front of you. Yeah. The things that you're able you like know. your own ability to like prevent yourself from yeah doing something that's out of your control. Kind yes, of. Yeah. and I, and I say that because it seems like you really got an understanding of like, well, I'm not in control over that. You know, I kind totally. of totally yeah. Know. That's kind of where I've landed at this point where yes. it's like, I, yeah, that's out of my control. So why even? Why even? And my girlfriend's the same way, and that's really nice. She's like into you know Buddhism and stuff, but not in a way where she's like oh, really? practicing it and yeah, like yeah. all the time. But she was very fascinated by it and. And uh, she's like kind of the same way. We we both are on the What's same this level. This the definition: Stoicism teaches the development of ah, <laughs> see <laughs> the development of self control and fortitude as a means of overcoming destructive emotions. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one that I think I yeah that was my hardest thing is doing doing things to prevent myself from doing the the destructive stuff that mm -hmm. I would go back to if I was like in a bad mood or like yeah. frustrated or having a hard time. And and then that just turns into, you know, yeah. a chain reaction of stuff. It, it, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were saying about your girl, you and your girlfriend, mm -hmm. you, uh, she practices. She doesn't practice Buddhism, but she's really into it. I think at one point she was before we were dating, but now she just, yeah, we, we have a very similar way of like that type of thing. Like you said, like some stuff's just out of our control and just is what it is. So. It just is what yeah. it is. That's fucking... This fucking guy. I knew it. I'm so glad I fucking reached out to him. <laughs> I am so fucking glad. Yeah, you know, dick haters if you said anything about him. Uh no, it's 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 it, it, I just think your your story is very fascinating. Mm -hmm. Uh um, um, among many of things and just it being like I said, you're such a like to me, I like my outside perspective of you just it, it, it is a rarity, you know, mm -hmm. a rarity and then to watch you do the things that you do and I feel like you do, like especially with your music. I was like, oh, this is another level, another reason why you yep. know. Uh, I just appreciate you know what you put out there because yeah, you 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 seem to do really do the things that you do. Now, so Warish is you you don't do Peter anymore. It's just Warish. Yeah, just now. Warish. Yeah, so it's just Warish. And so where where you know do you have any idea of where 
you would like to take that. I know you said you didn't want yeah. to do the rock star thing. I don't know. Or yeah, it's interesting or, you say that because I just had a long talk with our label owner and like manager kind of. He does that uh, writing easy records. I don't know if you've yeah. heard of that, but uh, yeah, we had a long talk because we were just it. We just did a small run of shows that was from uh, Arizona to Austin, and then we came back, and we're going back again out. Just recently? Just recently, okay. and we're going back out on the 13th to do some more shows. Yeah, I'm at a point in my life, especially with the shows and stuff, where I just don't want, I don't know, like the, the whole lifestyle of it is not intriguing to me in that way anymore, to where I like fall victim to like wanting to go party and, and be a part of that. And yeah. so it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just so different. Like I'm after the shows, I'm waking up early in the morning and like doing shit and everyone's sleeping till noon. And then I'm like trying to get everyone to go. And, and I think a lot too, when I was like writing the songs with the early war stuff, I was like really frustrated with stuff. And the songs are kind of more in that vein. And now I'm like, not really at that point in my life. So it's almost like weird, like trying, yeah. yeah, like revisiting those songs kind <laughs> of and feeling like, trying to be like yeah. angry in a way i guess you know but and deliver that on stage yeah, yeah that is a difference yeah because yeah. when you think about it yeah like yeah because that was just a period of time totally and then you go out there and do it and we're like damn i don't really, really yeah. feel that way anymore yeah and and at the same time i do love it but i think that i just hate the aspect of it being like a gimmicky thing you know like i said mm -hmm. like about with my dad and the band stuff and i talked to our manager and i just said hey like i'm down to do some shows but i'd rather it just be like just promoted like the band through the band and maybe like smaller stuff to where if people do like the music, they'll come see it. But it's not like kind of like a freak show, like yeah. side attraction thing where mm -hmm. it might as well just say my name on the flyer when it's like the way that they want to promote it, you know? And I'm like, Oh, is that how they want to promote not it? Not him necessarily, but that's just kind of how the formula works. I feel like, and that's how a lot of people that maybe say they're an actor or whatever, a skateboarder or something, yeah. and they do another thing, that's kind of like how you play off of it is you're like, Well, it's this guy this guy's band, not like, mm. not the band. I don't know, you know, so it's... Yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean... I'd prefer that, if it was all, just... That's all fair. Yeah, I'd prefer if say, it was yeah. just the band and, um, you know, maybe smaller shows that are less, like, hyped up on the internet as, like, my band, I guess, in a way. I'd rather just be people... If people like the music, the music is what, like, I, I just like making music, and so that's kind of what it's about. I, I don't go out and do the shows to, like, for the attention of myself i think it's like opposite i actually like kind of dread it in a way mm -hmm. where i'm like shit but then you know our our label owner and manager kind of expresses like well dude you're the guitarist and the singer like what do you what do you expect and i'm like i know i kind of put myself in a fucking <laughs> in a dumb situation here so uh, yeah it's you know I, it's fun and i, I think i'll That's definitely amazing. yeah i definitely will keep like, keep fuck. making the music but yeah i don't know i think getting older and i just hate just I don't know. I feel like I'd, maybe it's just like paranoia too, but at the same time, it's like not paranoia because you know that's what ev is on everyone's mind. So mm -hmm. it's like a weird like, am I crazy? But I'm not no, crazy. No, I mean, yeah, because like, you, you, you're just trying to, I think, I don't know if it's more so paranoia as it, you're just trying to find a strategic way yeah. to, to handle the situation. Yeah, I just want it to seem like, I don't know, just authentic in a way to where people yeah. are just like, oh, this is cool. It's just like whatever. It's, you know, maybe they just go and see the band or yeah, whatever. Yeah, come see Warish. Because there has been times where people see the band and then they recognized me after and had no idea that I was in the band and that's like a cool cool situation but at the same time it's yeah I don't know I think I'm just over the whole using my name to promote this, mm -hmm. that side of it because I never cared about doing that anyways and that's just but that's just how 
the you know the clickbait internet like formula machine works these days so yeah yeah it was kind of interesting because i in skateboarding that wasn't really a part of it anymore like that was kind of long gone like this in the skateboard world it was just like it was just my name like as who i was and then getting into the music stuff it was like restart it was like Tony Hawk's uh, son's band. Like it was like, yeah. oh shit, now we have to go through this again and like do this whole thing. But it's kind of at a certain point it's like funny in a way because it's just people, I don't know, people's perception of stuff can be interesting. Where, where'd you guys play in Arizona? Uh Valley Bar. Valley Bar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm from cool. Arizona. Oh, cool. Born and raised. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I, I've been there before. It was for like a fundraiser show for a buddy of a friends who had passed away and i went there one time and they had a cool show and like all these different bands played it was really rad mm-hmm. yeah arizona's i always tell people arizona's really good when it comes to like uh entertainment yeah you know because because like there's not much to do there yep you know so like when when something comes to town mm-hmm. you know we we all go we all go like we had a i don't know what it's like now because i haven't you know been in the punk scene in arizona but in arizona like we have a really good you know yeah. had, had a really good punk scene like no I, you can tell there's like there's scenes for sure yeah like there's that's like the thing, you that's know the thing to death do. metal and like mm-hmm. black metal and then punk yep. and it's yep. like i think it's just yeah people are there's like a lot of artistic people there yeah. it seems especially music wise i saw the black flag bars logo tattoo <laughs> yeah yeah i got that not that long ago actually oh you did yeah Hell like, yeah like, you finally like got one six months ago seven months ago or something i got one on my chest really yeah yeah uh but yeah. uh <laughs> sorry i had to point out the rollins i'm a, I'm a black flag nerd yeah I, I i love black flag i must say I what era i i like the keith morris okay solid inch yeah like that's kind of like what i first heard and that mm-hmm. like you know those dudes like and it just felt like pure and like yeah but at the same time like i like like damaged a lot too yeah but yeah damage could be an acquired taste for people because Rollins is very intense. Yeah, no, I liked I like Damage. I mean, I have I have the record. I spent what is it, like seventy bucks on the original, so I'd say I like it. I like it enough oh, shit, for that. For real? Yeah, but it was okay. like not like the first pressing. I think it was like oh, that it. era, like whatever from whatever year I was like, it came you out. The first pressing? From? No, no. There's like a cool uh, record store in my area called uh, Standards, and the dude who Standards? owns it is like look huge. that up because I need to go there when I'm there. He's a huge punk dude. From what I've heard, he has a crazy punk collection, but he has a really cool like t-shirt wall. But he has tons of uh, the guy's name's Colin. He has tons of good. Rip- punk stuff and yeah that's okay. it and when we did the warish first seven inch that he always does like puts records he likes on the wall and i went in one day and it was on the wall and i was like yes if that Damn. guy likes it then <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> then i'm on he, the right like track the, uh, yeah not the plug the, what do you call it yeah cosign just, yeah, yeah yeah he's like I felt good. he was like when reynolds hit me up i was like same kind of thing you're just like yes yeah that guy that's oh yeah yeah you know that's got to be a dope thing too like mm. to have you know, someone like Andrew Reynolds mm-hmm. uh, hit you up because that's you know, yeah, he's like my you know my favorite. Skater, totally, yeah. Know? And I remember I I ran into him. I, I you know sometimes I'll see the Baker dudes, some of the Baker like the younger cats mm-hmm. like Cater, yeah, and all that. I'll see them skating uh, Hollywood High School. Oh, really? Yeah, I think some of them live like in the Valley. Like, oh, really? Yeah, so probably not far. Yeah, from here, I'll see them skating Hollywood High School and shit, and I'm like, damn, that's fucking. I don't skate the way I used to. I'm mm-hmm. not, I mean, I still got my kickflip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it gets, it gets real when you get a little older. Yeah, like, yeah. Shit. I was like, you know what, man? I, I was like, I'm just getting, I was like, I'm getting too big. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I work out. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a lot of weight. When a lot of weight comes down, it's different. Yeah. yeah. I skate at 
Yeah, I skate eight six. But... Oh, you skate eight six? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. K- dude, Cater skates like a nine. He has like a little. It's like a nine, and he wears like sixty millimeter wheels. I think. What the fuck? Yeah, he's a psycho. Damn. Him and T Funk, they're like they're crazy. They skate huge board. They look like boogie boards. Or yeah, something, but been, he's he's been another person uh, that I've been like paying attention to like since jump since like uh, I think you know Reynolds like first you know showed him or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, it's it's cool watching him. Cater or T Funk? Cater, uh, sorry. Yeah, Kater. yeah, it's been cool watching him grow. Yeah. And he's just been kicking. Yeah, ass. he's like, he's like, I, yeah, he's, kids love Cater. He's like the the new poster child of skating. It seems yeah. like, yeah, it's 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 fucking all of it's dope to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I still skate Baker. I have a Death Wish right now, but I yep. still yeah, I'll I skate still, Death Wish boards sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'll skate. I, I mean, that's just like the fucking. That's just the brand. Yeah, me. yeah. It's funny now because Birdhouse is a part of Baker Boys. Really? Like they distribute it now, so I can like all ride Birdhouse boards too now. So That's it's like amazing. it's pretty full circle. Yeah. Yeah, and you you go to you go to that. Where's that? Don't you guys have like a Baker? Yeah, the, the Baker Warehouse has like warehouse. a little park. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. One, I don't go there that much because it's kind of one far day. from yeah, me. Yeah, it's a stretch for you. Yeah. yeah. If I'm ever going there, I'll hit you up and then we go <laughs> go, go skate it. See Cater in action. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes they have a you're bunch of boxes. You're going to edit that out, me doing the... Uh, <laughs> no? Sometimes they have a bunch, of sh- a bunch of shit just stored in there like boxes and stuff. So oh, really? Sometimes it's not skatable, but for the most part, I think For the most is, part? Yeah. Damn. Damn, I just geeked out. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun park. I hate that I'm going to ask this question because I'm not supposed to until I do a 100th episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you an Oasis fan? Oasis? Uh, I mean, I think by nature, you like, it's just in your DNA as a like 90s kid to, this. <laughs> to, uh, to like the songs. But I don't, I wouldn't say I dislike Oasis in oh, okay. any way. I, I, I don't put them on, but I Yeah, like, I'm trying to find your range. I don't, that's the only reason why I asked that because, I, yeah, like obviously, like, we can go all day about Black Flag and yeah, you know. No, I, I go and, into yeah, yeah. I, I go into much other much other stuff. Oh, you, oh, you do. yeah, for sure. I I, I like all the kind of like you know '90s like almost more into the shoegaziness sort of like yeah that realm. And uh, I definitely, I mean, Oasis is definitely yeah. a great band. I I would say uh, yeah, shoegaze and stoner. Like as yeah. far as guitar sounds, for sure. There's like Shugate, a I guess connection there. Yeah, the, the 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 guitar sounds for obviously stoner is just harder. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I probably just you know yeah heavier tuning. What? <laughs> is that for me? Here. That is for you. What's the mm. most embarrassing song in your playlist right now? Uh, I gotta think. I'll go it, first. Yeah. Sixpence none the richer barely breathe, or I'm, breathe. It's called breathe. Breathe, mm-hmm. or barely just, breathe, or something like that. I don't think it's embarrassing necessarily, but it's one that I was. It was funny. Me and my girlfriend went to Disneyland yesterday for Halloween, and I was like humming it all day. And I was like, God, I got this song stuck in my head so bad. And it's that song, uh, "Teardrop" by Massive Attack. Like Ronnie Mullen skated to it in the Almost oh, video. Oh wow! And Damn. it's like I don't, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but that one's like kind of a. I one. don't know. It was just stuck in my head for some reason. It's a. I think it's a good song. I mean, fuck! I'll I'll go like Green Day, Dookie all day. Like, oh, that's, that's probably embarrassing record. to some people, but for me, I love. That's like sixth grade for me. I even like, hate. This is like the great Mancho totally. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, exactly. Right. It's all like moody and nineties, like. Yeah. Oh, I, I know this one. 
Am I going to know it? It's pretty, yeah, it's definitely pretty well known. Oh. What a song to get stuck in your head. Weird, right? <laughs> I know. She's like, did you watch that skate video recently? I was like, no, I don't. It just fucking popped into my head. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe like, yeah, some of the Green Day stuff, people like some people, but I think everyone secretly likes it, but they're like. Dude, I'll say it right now. I love Dookie. Yeah, I love no, that fucking I, record. I, it just reminds me of like in sixth grade, this kid showed it to me. Or I was in fifth grade. And he showed it to me. He was in sixth grade. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is sick. I mean, but I was lucky enough to where my dad's games were coming out when I was like seven. And so like I was listening okay. to like Motorhead and Jane's Addiction yeah, yeah. and, and you know, Rage Against the Machine and stuff like that. Like Jane's Addiction, I think, is my dad told me that's his favorite band oh so amazing. I, would, I would hear that a lot growing up yeah yeah so yeah you yeah you were exposed to like a lot of a lot of sure. great a lot of great uh, and my dad music. was always really into like a lot of like 80s new wave stuff and he was he was into hip like a lot of hip-hop stuff like he knew a lot of like kind of cutty like hip-hop stuff. oh really yeah like growing up there's actually it's really funny there's a picture of uh my mom and tupac and they were at like this what? uh they were at like the music video awards or something, and it was be way before Tupac was like who Tupac it, who, was. Who, who, but who my dad somehow knew who he was because he was into like kind of hip hop and you know rap and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, it's Tupac." Like, it was just like they were behind That's backstage, insane. like, "Oh, like will you take a picture with uh my wife?" And my mom was there, and he was just like, "Yeah, sure." And it's just like he looks so young. It's it's a funny That's picture, fucking. But it's just kind of like a testament to like he knew what he he knew about hip hop back yeah. then. He was like, do you, "Onto do you it." You get any in, into any hip -hop, hip hop? Yeah, but. I, I wouldn't say I'm like knowledgeable, but I dig yeah. like I dig a lot of hip hop and I dig well, like my buddies are big into it. Like a lot of my buddies were super into Wu Tang growing up and so mm -hmm. I would just hear Naturally. like Wu Tang like Yeah. You know, on repeat and I mean I was I was a big Beastie Boys fan mm -hmm. and I don't know what that category falls into, but <laughs> what's so funny, you know what I always associate Baker uh with? Like as far as like when I think of rappers, mm -hmm. Andre Nicotina. Yeah, I feel like for some reason I don't know if it's like a thing. And with like Baker. Uh, Three Six Mafia. Yeah, too. Three Six Mafia. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's like a thing with Baker where it's mm -hmm. like we fuck with. I think I like know a lot of the hip hop songs that were used in like those OG skate videos because yeah. like, I that's why I maybe I feel I feel like if you're a skater as a kid like you're so lucky because you're turned on to like such good music. Extremely lucky when you're super young and uh, it definitely like helps shape what kind of music mm -hmm. you're into yeah i mean i mean i remember uh when i saw Reynolds skate to uh i've always forget the group's name but the, the crimson and clovers so. oh yeah yeah what version is that um gosh it's an older group you know what i'm talking about over and over crimson and but it's clover. like a weird version yeah is it that which um tom and james and the shot it might be that one. I think it's, it's... Uh, that's on Baker Two G, maybe. But you know what? Reynolds always skates like two songs. Yeah, because his part's so long. Yeah, you know? I remember though. I I always thought that that song he skates to in Baker Three is different songs. But once I got into Roxy Music, I learned that that song is just one song. That's just one song. Yeah, because Roxy Music's was... always like a strange. They they're that's a bit band that I really really like. Actually, is Rox, Roxy Music is like yeah a big influence not musically on me, but just. I don't know. Their their whole thing was just cool. What wait? There's there's two there's two versions of this. Of this I think song? I mean like I think there's a lot of different versions. I know like I think it was like Joan Jett did one or something, and like yeah, this is the version yeah. he skates to. This, yeah. yeah, it's fucking dope. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good part. Yeah, that part's insane. Yeah, 
I, I never got my front side flips as big as his, but I don't think, yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I sure as hell did. Try, yeah, man. it's hard. That's a hard feat to. Yeah, to so accomplish. like, so you're about to, you, so you're about to hit the road again. You, are you yeah. guys doing like a full on tour? It's, or just kind of it's through Denver, then through yeah. like Salt Lake, and then the coast and back down. And we're doing it with our buddies, uh, this band called Death Chant. They're from mm -hmm. L.A. They're like on the same label as us. Yeah, and they're real, real heavy, more like. You know, and like kind of the Thin Lizzy kind of more, uh, I don't know, like doomier Thin Lizzy mm -hmm. type vibe. But uh, yeah, they're they're really rad. That's I gotta, I gotta see them. you live, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're I playing can... in LA at the uh, at the Echo with them at the end of it. W so, what is that? I think it's the twenty seventh or something. Fuck. Or twenty sixth, something like that. Twenty eighth or somewhere in those days. Hopefully but, the twenty eighth. Yeah, somewhere in those days. I go on the road. Oh, really? Yeah, I go to everett washington with brendan like you guys that. doing comedy stuff yeah yeah doing yeah comedy. i gotta come well then i, I have to come see I know, he's, he's only he's, he's only been a one comedy show one comedy show yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's funny because it was i was in austin on a skate trip and me and my buddy were there and we saw that uh chappelle and rogan were doing those oh that was your first comedy that show? was my first one so i'm Whoa. like it's kind of hard to yeah you don't need to see me but you don't need to fucking what but it was funny because it was that whole night was just hilarious. It was like during COVID and it just started off as one of those nights where I think Joe Rogan, my dad messaged him and asked if he could get two tickets. Then he's like, cool, I got your son and plus one or whatever. Oh, yeah, because your dad did his. Yeah, it was like just re right before that. So it was like fresh, I guess, in his memory. But then we got there and there was a will call and we're like, I think there's two tickets. Or we're like, where's the will call? And there's like, there's no will call. And we're like, okay, great start. Here we go. And, like, <laughs> and then they're like, who, who's, I was like, my, gave him my name and they're like, oh, we don't see it. Whose name is it under? I'm like, uh, Joe Rogan. They're like, the lady was just like, hold on a second, like walked away and just like, she just thought we were just probably the biggest like yeah. burners trying to sneak in there. And I then know. eventually we made it in, but it was, yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, we're not getting in. There's no like something's gonna bad's gonna happen, and we're gonna. Damn, get that screwed. was a show to see. Uh, oh, it was like when they were doing it at like it the, was at Stubbs. Stubbs. Yeah, it was really. You cool. went to one of those nights. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my buddy, we both had like a little bit of acid, and we ate it before too. So yeah. it was <laughs> it was extra heightened. But we waited to make sure we got into the show because we were like they were doing COVID tests, and we were like, if we take this and find out we have COVID, we're gonna have the worst night of our life. <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna have to go COVID, sit somewhere. Acid. <laughs> yeah, just like stare at each other in a room. But it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. It was it was rad. It was like outdoor too. It was just such a weird setting that it was probably like never something like that'll happen again where no. i get to see a show like that so it was I pretty mean, cool well then yeah so what do you need to see me for because <laughs> i because because I, I enjoyed it and i was like damn i want to go to more but that yeah. one was just so that was such a like otherworldly mm -hmm. thing where it was like we were you know we were like 40 feet away from Chappelle and joe rogan and we were just like oh shit you guys had good seats. we were pretty close yeah oh, damn. And, but there was two people at the table that we didn't know it was like a shared table because you had to like buy a whole table yeah it was like a yeah, weird that's how they kind were doing of, yeah. It, yeah but it was really rad i mean it was it was bizarre for sure and it was cool that they like take your phone and put in the bag and you can't like film it just made that's, it feel more like that's the fucking best it just made it feel more like yeah I don't know we were more in tune with the you, whole thing I, I think bands I don't know maybe I maybe I heard it through the grapevine but I think bands are a, a certain band was trying to like or did that as well yep. where it's like you just locked it because it's like I, I mean just enjoy the fucking yeah. what, what you're you know watching right there I heard on Theo Vaughn's podcast he was saying that uh, Pete Davidson does a thing where you have to sign like an NDA 
saying you can't talk about the yeah like you can't say anything online about it or else like you will get like we have rights to sue you type thing because then like no one can go online and be like so and so said this or whatever you know i guess they can talk about it in person i'm not at that level yet but uh, you know eventually i'll do that yeah i don't know yeah i mean (laughs) meanwhile i don't even say anything crazy yeah i guess i I guess it's nice though to know that like no one's gonna go and just like wreck you on the internet over like maybe something that they didn't agree with or something yeah it's all joking it's all i mean when people take offense to anything we say on stage it's usually like they pick and choose you know what i mean like it's like, cause we talk shit about so much. Yeah. Within a time span of fifty minutes, yeah. or being an hour, being on stage. Yeah. There's so much shit talking about things. There's, there's one thing, and it's yeah. like, well, why don't you? Why aren't you mad about that? Like, that's. Yeah, I think I just going back to what we were talking about earlier. It's like if I don't think something's funny, or I think it's like you know inappropriate or whatever, I'm just funny. like, okay, well, it's just not for. That's just not for it's me. Like whatever. It's just funny. not for me. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I don't, yeah, it, the whole thing of like trying to ruin someone's whole thing mm-hmm. because they made a mistake one time just is pretty I, bizarre I'll, to me. I always say this. I'll never understand why people pay attention to things they don't like. Totally, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you're ruining your fucking day. Totally. Like, if you don't like it. I mean, you're... it's like my girlfriend said to once to me, she was like, we're talking about that. And she's like, well, it's like that saying, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And I was like, it's like the most truest Mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard like you motherfuckers can't hurt me <laughs> I don't know where the camera's at oh, but yeah like right someone there. if someone's in like a <laughs> someone's in a good place mentally they're not gonna go and lash no. out at someone so it's I think it all, yeah, yeah, you have it no all stems to. from it's people just like, who are already like bugged out about something mm-hmm. I don't know but you were uh, you were talking about acid mm-hmm. you were quite a bit <laughs> I ha- I have in my past but not really anymore. oh not oh yeah. yeah yeah you're not you're at the not really anymore but, I mean so, it would if you know if it was like a fun situation or whatever, honestly, I at this point I think I'd rather do that than smoke weed. I feel like I'm more I, in know, control I, I, than. And I, I bring up acid because I've always been curious about it, but I'm so terrified. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends on I don't know what. How but I hear you you're not supposed or... to be terrified to do it because if you do it when you're terrified, then your your trip is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I've I've never really had like a bad experience, but that's just me personally. Yeah. But I think it's because I'm. I'm the kind of person that if I'm like freaking out and mentally, I can just be like, oh, you fucking, you took that drug, you idiot. That's why you're freaking out. And then I'm like, oh yeah, okay. All right, whatever. Like as long as I'm not like, you know, hyperventilating or like something like that, I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I got to, I can just yeah. like mentally check well, I myself. I love how well you fucking handle yourself. <laughs> you're like, what is fucking? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> you're here. I feel like honestly, it's a drug that's like easier to maintain yourself on if you're, like in heightened scenarios and like you're in like a crazy environment it's like when you're alone and you're like on it that's when you start really oh, you're like kinda in your thoughts yeah then you're in your thoughts and then you're like going going all over the place i guess but and you said you prefer that over weed well i'm saying at this point in my life i think point, i would yeah. rather like do that if i was gonna be like hey we're gonna go do this thing you can either do smoke weed or take acid which would you do yeah. I'd be like probably the acid because weed's gonna make me just like paranoid as as fuck you whereas know? the acid just like yeah, I don't know. At least you're just like, I don't know, in a different... It's such a different thing, I think, than people exp- experience. But at the same time, I feel like if you take a lot, yeah, you're going to go to yeah, gonna I would never go crazy. So. I don't take a lot of anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Listen, everything three, in three moderation. hits of a joint right before I go to bed. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, it was, it's like, it's just a strange experience. I don't yeah. see it as like a drug for myself that is like harmful or anything like that and mm-hmm. I, that was just my experience with it it was just something that was like i'm gonna see what this is all about yeah 
Man, it, it was it was actually Joe Rogan that guided me back in not guide helped guide me back to smoking because when I when I when I when I did it before, you know, like when I was younger, like you know, early twenties. What Rogan had figured out and helped me understand. He goes, he goes, oh, you're smoking with people that smoke all the time. Yeah, and so you're trying to do that same amount. Totally, yeah. yeah. Like I remember my friends, they had this bong that was like this tall. Oh my god, yeah. And I hit that and like insane. cleared it. You know, because I was like, oh, you got to get rid of Done. all the smoke. Dude. Dunzo. Oh, I was dunzo. Yeah. I puked. I, I tried to walk home. I lived like, I was like a 30-minute drive, like, home. Yeah. But I tried to walk home instead because I was like, I ain't, I'm not getting in my car. Yeah, I guess not. I, yeah, I started puking. My 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 adopted father had to come get me. And he's a strong Christian man. And oh, God. And I was just like, hey, man. Might you as know. well have been, like, smoking I was like, Yeah, meth. I was yeah. like, hey. I was I I tried to take my pants off in the middle of the street like yeah it wasn't and, and then I called my friend because I was like because my meanwhile they're sitting there playing like NBA two K yeah they're like, just what chilling. the fuck is this dude doing and so <laughs> I called them up because my my adoptive father he was like he was like you need to call him and see if it was laced and I was oh, like God, yeah I, and I and I didn't want to call him because I was like it's not. Lace. Like I can't be that yeah. dude. I can't I know, be I that like, kid. I can't be that dude. Yeah. And then he was like, "You you don't know. You're you're acting a little crazy. You know. You you need you need to you need to call him." But see, that's why weed's crazy. Like so you'll in your head, you're like, "You're right." Like there might have been something yeah. in that. And really, it's yep. just, like weed is. It was just weed. Crazy and, I, and I called him up. Experience. I just shout out to my homie Josh Lurdicu. I called him up and I said, "I was like, man, was that?" <laughs> Like was the weed laced? <laughs> he was hypothetically. Like, yeah, he, he goes, man, drink some water and go to sleep. And then yeah. hung up. And I was like, yep, as as I should, as I should. Fucking. It makes you. It makes you paranoid. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. that's see, that's a different fucking level. But I don't think yeah. acid try would make me want to take my pants off. Yeah, it was like this weird thing. I felt like my pants were weighing me down. Well, you know, because you hear the horror stories, you have like smoke weed or acid, and then you think you can fly or whatever. It's just, you know, it's, yeah, there that's probably is, there's some the... basis of all that stuff, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, I, I guess, you know, for me, the weed just got to where it, yeah, it was starting to turn on me. And I was like, I don't, the, why am I even doing this? Like, yeah. I'm not even enjoying it anymore. Why even do it? I'm going to do, I'm going to just try a small, a small of a tab. Yeah. And I never smoked cigarettes. So, uh, it just depends, I guess, you know, it can go for a, a while 10 11 hours if you're like you're still like <laughs> where you're just like you're not you're not you know you're not out of your mind but you still kind of feel yeah you still feel 10, it 10 11 hours <laughs> i was it thinking can, like a what, 11 minute trip <laughs> yeah i think that's a different drug but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so, peyote or whatever there's one uh, drug that's DMT. like dmt oh dmt that's is, the one yeah. that's like i've really never quick. done that but i've seen people would you do it Maybe, maybe if I was in, you know, the right environment. I think right. that one you really need to be in, like, because <laughs> the one time I saw people doing it was in, in uh, we were at this festival in, in uh, Holland, and there was, like, an after-party, like, house thing, and there was, like, a room where people were doing it, and uh, I watched, <laughs> I watched my buddy hit the DMT pen, and, you know, I feel like people see DMT as, like, this it's supposed to be this really yeah. spiritual guidance thing and he like rips it and he just goes into space and then there's like people partying here this guy just like fuck you lick my balls or something in the background and my buddy's just like sitting there i'm like that is exactly the last no. type of situation i would ever I would imagine it. you have to be like in a room and just yeah like, i know people do with like shamans and stuff like that where you no, like that's that other shit isn't it get the, guided um, or whatever the, uh, 
Ayahuasca. Oh yeah, I've never done. I've never. Where done that, that shit yeah. that makes you shit. Have you seen? Have you heard of that one, yeah. Casey? I think you. Yeah, you're going real. You get vulnerable in that state. It makes you <laughs> shit and piss yourself. Yo, yeah. yeah I think you puke a yeah. lot. I don't. All yeah. the above when it comes to that snot. I know. Yeah. I know people puke. that have gone down that road, but it just didn't seem. I think people do that one a lot too to like help with mental stuff. And I think I was like, I'm gonna take the more like uh, <laughs> the the other. You're like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna this. take the other approach and like do the long term talk it out because I think yeah. that's like people do that and they get like some sort of uh, fast tracked like therapeutic experience. But I was like, eh, I'm just gonna. That'll go sound like therapy way. to me. Yeah. Listen, I've been. I've listen. I've had three different anger management teachers. None of them made me puke yeah. or shit my pants. Yeah, none of them. No, take your pants off. Yeah, no, yeah. no, not take my pants off. <laughs> none of that shit. I didn't need a shaman to guide me through yeah. anger management class or anything like that. No, yeah. that's not therapy. That's fucking insane, is what it is. Yeah, it's drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's drugs. So Riley and I are gonna do. Uh, we're gonna close out by making a uh, playlist together of like just dope songs. I try to do a playlist with like. Every cool. guess. I didn't do it with Matt Helders. Don't be mad. Next time you come on, we'll we'll do it. But uh, <laughs> you know, I like to close out and make like a dope playlist of sick songs uh, smart. for people. So I put the two from uh, oh, your parts too. Uh, that you that you skated to that I saw, and um, um, we want we we're gonna put the song that you had in your head. Uh, oh, what yeah. was it? Massive Attack. Yeah, that's a that's a wild card one on there, but I like it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do that one. But since we have a Black Black Sabbath on there, I'll do my one of my favorite Black Sabbath songs. I'll do Hole in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, me too. I, it's funny because I always had that on my, like, before I bought the record, I always wondered why the song just stopped. I thought it was, like, oh, something yeah. to do with my, like, the digital version uh -huh. I had, but it actually just stops like that. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of sick that they just, like, ended it. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck it. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I'll do that one. We'll do we'll do like you know, we'll do, make it like a twelve ten twelve song playlist. Ten twelve. All right. What uh what do you got? Hmm. She do um, It could be any song. It doesn't have to be sing let's see on the wall. What do we got on here? <laughs> what do we have? I saw oh it's mud honey. What's yeah. the I mean, there's maybe just touch me. I'm sick. That's okay. probably like we'll do mud honey. Touch the me, first I'm song sick. that always comes yeah. to my head, probably because it's the most popular. That's a good one. Uh, mud honey's one word. I know. Why would I do? Why would I be technical to you like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do. Uh, since we were talking Black Flag, ooh, which Black Flag song would I do? I'll do. I'll do uh, Ron Reyes's version of Revenge. Yeah. We'll do Black Flag Revenge. Do they have any uh, recorded stuff with Mike V as the singer? I think the most recent album is it him? Yeah, the that's most a, that one's that's crazy that he's yeah. I, I almost yeah it, like I would always so forget many about that. different formations yeah, of that so band. So many, <laughs> so many. Yeah. Meanwhile, Greg Ginn's been the the one the whole time. Yeah, he's the OG. He's that's the, he always he he makes me want that clear. That guitar, I forget what kind of what kind of guitar that um, is. I saw, I, I ran into that guitar. It's SL, um, is it like starts with an S or something? Yeah, what I forget. the fuck is that guitar? But yeah, he always looks. So he tough. donated it to. Um, oh really? The the thing in Seattle, the museum of. Um, is it? Fuck! It's like the museum. Oh, museum of like pop culture. I think is what. Oh, that's cool. What it's called? Yeah, but his his guitar is in there. It's pretty fucking dope. That's dope. What else? Uh, let's see what else we got on here. 
We've got bad brains, misfits. Oh, we got addicts. I like the addicts a lot. Okay. Uh, maybe smart Alex. I like that song. Okay. Yeah, I like that record. Let's do that one. And I, you know, I'll give another addict song because I like the addicts as well. I'll I'll do Johnny was a soldier. It's a good one. I never have seen the addicts. I would like to see them. Everyone, you know, I've heard from quite a few people. That they're an explosive band on stage. Yeah, there's that like live, I think it's like Super 8 footage of them where they're like playing in a courtyard before, like just like kicking a ball around. And then it's like them playing, I think, Viva La, Revo Viva La Revolution. Revolution. And yeah. it's, it's really, I mean, it just looked insane, especially yeah. back then and like their their peak. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Kevin Staub is actually good buddies with him. Really? With the dude, yeah, with Monkey. Oh, wow. Yeah, they like, he always goes and sees him and like they like kick it all the time, yeah. Super random. So yeah, because Kevin Staub was like, you know, he was like OG punk yeah. dude. So that's so yeah, random. Super random. I that's what I love. That's what I love about. I mean, even look. I mean, look what comedy like. You know, me doing yep. comedy. Yeah. You know, links me to you. I just love the fucking freelance when, when worlds collide. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You know yeah, who sings that, that song? That. Actually, I had that uh, stuck in my head wanna, the you, other day. You want to do that one? No, I was just saying who oh. sings it. <laughs> I mean, hey, that it's could like, be nah, that nah, could nah, be nah, an nah. embarrassing song on the playlist. Yeah, no, uh, I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Power Man Five Thousand. I was watching Little Nicky the other night, and that song's in there. Like when I think it's when like Hell's I've coming never seen up. Little Nicky. Really? Everyone, everyone. Oh says my god! I know that's a really good one. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> it's on it's on like Netflix or something right now. Oh, it now. is? I think, oh, okay. I think that's right, why I watched it. I'll take the time it. to do it. I'll do it. I'll yeah, do the it. dudes, the two dudes that are always in, I I don't know their names, but they're that are always in his movies? Always in his uh, movies are like the two rocker dudes are the best in that movie. Is, is Rob, was it Rob Schneider? No, he is in that movie though. Oh, He's, uh, Steve yeah. Buscemi? He no, it's, oh, what's his name? Dante and, and Grandma's Boy. Oh, and Grandma's Boy, Boy that yeah. guy, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then. Yeah. It's the other uh, the other guy who's the gay guy in uh, in Big Daddy. Oh, what, uh, fuck! And he's in name? like Waterboy too. He's one of the football players. I've never seen Waterboy. Really? You're just not an Adam Sandler movie kind of guy. Then, no, right? no, I've seen I've seen some Adam Sandler. <laughs> I've seen Big Daddy. It's gonna bug me yeah, who you're talking about. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino's in Little Nicky too. Really? I've never seen that guy in my life. He looks different there than he looked in, the, in, the, in that era for sure. Anyway, that song I think is in Little Nicky, if I'm not mistaken. It's a funny song. It's not a funny right. song if you guys are listeners. Power Man Five Thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it's something. It's yeah, a song. Something. It's a song. Yeah. It, gets, it gets people hype. It does. You know what? Fuck it. We'll add it. It's got a time and a we place. Talked about it. Yeah. It's got a time and a place for sure. But it's gonna be on that playlist. I tell you that much. So we'll do Power Power Man Five Thousand. Mm -hmm. Let's see what else. If we look at that Reading Festival 1992, there's a lot on there. Yeah. I've never actually seen that uh, that whole lineup before. Yeah. I think there's like L7 on there, Pavement, Nick Cave. Who else is on there? PJ Harvey. My, I didn't really know who she was until my girlfriend showed me PJ Harvey, but I like PJ Harvey a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I actually never. She's dope. I never listened to PJ Harvey. I didn't either until my girlfriend okay. showed it to me. So no pretty shit, good. No yeah, there. yeah, she's right. I know yeah. she's done like a lot of shit with uh, like Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like I know, I know I've been listening to that record a lot. Actually, the first Queens record, the, dude. That song, I love uh, that record. That song, Regular John, is really, really. I was actually trying. It's funny because I was like 
thinking about trying to use that song for a skate video part, uh-huh. but um, they used a like a minute of it in the old that remember that audio video one step beyond yeah uh mm-hmm. that dude nate brassard skated to like skated to a it. minute of it but i was like i don't think that counts i think i think you gotta you gotta give the song but I, 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 nowadays I if i it. use that most of the kids who would be watching it have never even heard of one step beyond so exactly. it doesn't even matter yeah. so that, yeah that's like a deep cut of a yeah record. and it is funny we, me and my buddies talk about that how like movies will use the same song fucking a million times but in skate videos it's like such a sacred thing where it's like it's my song yeah it's your song yeah. and i already skated, I to, skated it. to it yeah you should do it we'll see you should do i mean there's a lot of great songs that on record, that record yeah that record has are you working on songs. a new part right now yeah we yeah, have been filming a bit so oh really yeah for Lakai or Baker? Kind of, well, Lakai's doing this little video that is like kind of a couple parts and stuff, and they have uh, like a little montage, but I have a f- part for that that's been done for a little bit, and then I've been filming just like a Baker. I don't know, something hopefully. Me and Figgy have been talking about trying to do something, so. Love Figgy. Yeah, he's a beast. He's I a machine. I love Figgy. Yeah. I think the first time I saw Figgy was the America uh, video he's a monster yeah insane did you watch the new america video no i haven't there's seen a it new one yeah i know you did yeah there's a new there's a new Sorry, one Casey. And, and he uh there's a slam that he takes in that video and just gets up and just he walks away and it's just some like, slams oh, it's brutal hey, you could probably pull it up we should show it to him live right here yeah it's fucking brutal and he just gets up and just takes it on the chin like a champ but this video is really good. Yeah, uh, John Miner, who does all their stuff, like uh-huh. he's an epic like editor filmer, and he did this one. I don't know how far in the slam is, but it's it's fucking brutal. What was he going for? He's trying to nose grind this rail, I think. But I mean, a good slam, I feel like, is almost better than a clip sometimes because it just it just looks so gnarly. And this one especially, it's it's about as bad as you can get. I think it's like yeah. I don't think he made. I think he walked away from that one after that. Slam. Oh, he didn't. He didn't go for it. I don't again. think so. It was bad. Oh, it was that fucking bad? Yeah, yeah. I've seen him take some slams. Yeah, dude. he's a beast. I don't know. I think it's coming Wait, up no, here type in, in a second. Type in uh, America. Type in Figgy. So it goes to his part specifically. This is like a. The whole video is like a shared thing, which is kind of cool the way they did it, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll it'll come up eventually, and then. But you should watch this video. It's really fucking sick. They did a good job. They used a sleep song in the intro. Uh-huh. Let's see. You like sleep? I actually didn't really listen to sleep. Sleep's cool. Yeah? Yeah. Matt Pike. You like High on Fire? Never listen to High on Fire. Yeah, it's either. like, oh, it's like Matt Pike. Right, you, 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 yeah, you're throwing some ones if you at like, me. If you like Matt Pike, then it's me, like... People that's... bring up anything... I'll, I'll throw one at you. You listen to Oasis? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard. I've heard of them. <laughs> I think I've heard of. That. I yeah. think uh, the guy with the bucket hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they more doom? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Oasis. It's like one of those ironic names. They're like he's just five on that band. fucking rail. Yeah. It was cool because they had all this old footage of them, like yeah. when they were young, because they've been on America for like I don't even know how long. Yeah, he takes it, but he goes for some oh, of the biggest right shit. Oh, my God. Uh, He's just like, cool, what's for lunch? Where are we headed? Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, that one hurt watching. That was one of those ones. 
You were right there? No, but just watching oh, the yeah, footage. Yeah, like I was just oh, saying, God, I was like, if I was there, I, I hate seeing that stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. I hate seeing that shit. I'm like, Dude, oh, that I gotta is get out of here. beast. On, like, the, like, broken curb, too? Yeah. Oh, God. The way his, like, legs slapped that curb. Yeah. And then just well, you shoulder. Should, let's put a, I'll put a sleep song on there. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, Oof. I mean, just, I would say if you're starting with sleep, you got to go, like, Drugonaut is, like, the main one. It's, like, D-R-A-G-N-O-U-T, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, like, that was the first sleep song I ever heard, and I was, like, what the hell is this, so. Is that is that first, uh, wait, you named another one. You said, uh. High on Fire. High on Fire. Yeah, that's ap- that was after sleep. High on Fire actually won a Grammy, I think, two years ago for Best Metal Album. Oh, shit. Yeah, they, like, they're they came up pretty quickly as far as like in the internet era, but they've been around for like 20 years, but that album boosted, so yeah, 20, into, boosted him into like 2019. He actually says something really cool in this speech. You should, you should, we should watch this. Yeah. He well, says, we're all he, about getting inspired. Matt, yeah. Matt Pike says some really cool stuff in the speech that kind of like resonated with me just about like why they'd make music and stuff, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's Matt Pike. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like, we've been doing this a long time. We didn't really need an award for it. But thank I, I, you. I love that. Yeah, yeah it was, it's it's thought that it's, was cool. It's genuine and you know just keeps things authentic. It like yeah. it's like just yeah, I do this because because this I is the thing it. I do. Yeah. This, I I love to do yeah. it. You know, like that's that's what it, it's always interesting when I think about like when I see people get worked up about like mm-hmm. Grammys and not getting a Grammy and stuff like yeah. that. I go. It's like just it's some, not for. I don't, like, I don't some, think it's for the Grammy. Just some dudes that are deciding. So yeah. like, or a girl, or I don't know. Like people yeah. deciding that. Like, why does I don't know? Yeah, why does it matter if they decide you had the yeah. best album? That's what. It, well, is it the public that decides? I this? don't know. Yeah, I thought it was. I think. I, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I exactly. Could yeah, exactly. Wrong. But it doesn't even <clears throat> doesn't even matter. But uh, so wait. Okay, so we'll do. Uh, yeah, high on fire. We'll do a high on fire song. I saw them once actually live, mm-hmm. and it was them and Power Trip, and it was fucking oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm glad Man, I got to that, see Power Trip I, while he, that, Riley was alive. That's a, one of the. I don't know. That was a sad, sad thing, and yeah, yeah, I would have loved, and you know, but you know, I'm such a geek for live concerts that you know, and but there, the the blessing is there. The live footage of Power mm-hmm. Trip is still out there on like YouTube, yeah. and. You know, I'll go through and watch those. Uh, yeah, it was concerts, that show was insane. It was Power man. Trip opening up for High on Fire, and it was just like about as you know full metal, full yeah. throttle as you can mm-hmm. get. Just it was Damn. it was badass. Yeah, I don't know. I I I like the first High on Fire album. I feel like maybe that's a good place okay. to start. But there's a t- a song called I think uh, I think it's called uh, Eyes and Teeth. I think mm-hmm. is the song on the first album. That's a good one. It's perfect. Maybe Power Trip, too? Yeah. Throw it on there. No, no, no. It's called Power. (laughs) He said maybe. (laughs) Maybe Power. Yeah, no, we'll throw a Power Trip. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll throw any fucking Power Trip song on there. Yeah, Power Trip's awesome. Um, I I, I definitely got into them more so after the fact that he had passed away, which bummed me out because I saw them and I did like Power Trip, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't know every album, like, full full force, like, every song, Mm -hmm. but... 
it's weird how life does that like you get it's, into something after weird. someone passed because you're like, kind of like intrigued in a weird way which is mm -hmm. like lame but that was kind of where where like i saw it and i was like oh i want to dig in more now and like figure out i don't know learn more yeah. about this and it makes you take that deep dive yep all right so we'll do yeah we'll do those yeah that's our playlist maybe that's uh Chappelle and Riley what, what and power trip song wrong, uh casey <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, what's a good power? I don't know. I mean, they're I all know. good. There's a as I say, we'll probably. You can I like that power. song, Brainwave. I think it's like off one of their like demo ones or something. Like okay, okay. Brainwave. We'll do that. We'll do Brainwave. Yeah. That's a solid playlist. Yeah, that's a good. That's kinda... I'm glad you brought up that album though. The Queens of the Stone. Oh Queens yeah, of, Queens in the Stone Age. Queens yeah. of the Stone Age. Yeah, I like that uh, album a lot. That's a fucking great album. Yeah, I've never seen them. I've I met Josh Homme before, but I've never seen them play. That is just this it's just pure rock, rock and roll. Yeah. Pure fucking rock and roll. Yeah. It'll, yeah, it's cool that a band like that with just, you know, two guitars, a bass, and drums can like become such a success in this modern and they just fucking, music era. Yeah. They kinda they kinda cool. just like go up there and they just fucking played. I saw them in twenty fourteen, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, it was just I was like, damn, that was respect. That yeah, yeah. oh mass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, man, dude, this was fucking cool. great. Yeah, anytime you're out me. this way, man, or if I'm out that way, like we'll fucking kick it or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah. take, I'll take it. Go see Rogan and Chappelle, yeah. the we'll, other we'll Chappelle. Fucking, all right, <laughs> we'll uh, I mean, jam whatever you want to fucking do. Yeah, you know. Well, that's no, not I'll, I'll hit you up when I come up, and we'll try to roll around at the Baker Boys Park. Then you can get a couple kick turns, kick flips in. Yeah, a couple kick flips and yeah. a couple fifty fifties. Yeah, maybe a five zero. Yeah, you maybe, should get you should get Cater in here. Have him. I'm curious to see what his oh, music brain is all about. Dude, that'd I have be no dope. Idea. I know Cater like pretty well. But I don't know him like super well. I've, yeah, you know, sat next to him in the van a handful of times, but never. Well, hey, I I mean, he yeah. he has a spot right there in that fucking chair. Yep. Dude, this is fucking amazing. I'm, Sweet. I'm I, dude. I appreciate you. Yeah, no worries. Writing me back and you know yeah. and, and and being open to coming to sit down with me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even though yeah. we don't know each other or whatever no it's like you, know. you said it's i like you know i like listening to podcasts that kind of delve into people's interests and this yeah. one seemed like that so i was like oh cool, mm -hmm. be, be cool and I always, yeah and i just like to find the root of like mm -hmm. you know why people have gotten to where they are in such a dope way you know yep. so I, and i think you like i said earlier and said many a times i think you have a dope story and thank you, you know it's, it's fucking cool yeah to it's have you it's, here. it's interesting for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 hey motherfuckers wait what camera am i looking at Oh, November 17th, Tacoma Comedy Club. November 18th, Spokane Comedy Club. December 1st, San Jose Improv. Get those tickets, ChappelleAC.com. Come see me. And then I'll also go see Warish. Yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, you if guys are going to be on the road. When you guys head out on the 13th? Yeah. First show's in Denver on the 14th. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have an Instagram. So, yeah. You go to Warish's uh, Instagram. Yeah. You know, search that shit. Go see him live. Yeah. Check uh, it out. It's great stuff. So. All right. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet.